Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there and welcome to Leverage Lifestyle with myself, Catherine Turner. Thank you so much for listening. This is your podcast that is giving you the tools, the resources, the tips, the interviews to create your ultimate leverage lifestyle. And one of the key things for me is about the type of business you go into that can create a leveraged lifestyle. So I really wanted to explore in this episode the different types of businesses that would give you a leveraged lifestyle and what may be right for you may not be right for other people. And to just explore these different avenues that you can go down and give you potentially some pros and cons and what I think about them and other people's insights that I've learned along the way. Because I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way, it's just what works best for you. So in terms of the type of business you could be starting, there are so many that it would be impossible to cover them all. So instead, what I want to think about is businesses, whether you're looking at purely a numbers-based business, whether you're looking at businesses that are leveraging your passion, your hobby, your interest, and something that you absolutely love to be talking about, to be doing, maybe a product that you absolutely are in love with. Maybe it's about providing a service that you absolutely just enjoy doing and really are passionate about. When I think about the numbers-based business, I'm talking about businesses where you know the numbers behind it, you know it's going to be a good business if you do it right, but actually you don't have a passion for it. But what it instead is going to allow you to do is give you the opportunity to go and have more time with your hobbies, your passions, your interests. And so it doesn't matter that the business isn't your passion, hobby, interest, something you love. It's going to give you that passive income more than anything for you to go and do the things you absolutely love because you've you've leveraged the time in your business. Now, those are kind of the, the main two avenues I can think of, and I'm sure there's loads more, but I really want to delve into these two. So I listen a lot to Gary Vee. I've mentioned him on a couple of the podcasts in the past. And For me, I haven't consumed all of his content. I haven't read his books yet, but I love listening to his podcast. They're usually um, his keynotes or uh, meetings he's given. So he's very, very good at leveraging his time and content he's already putting out there and essentially just becomes a podcast episode and he might top and tail it. And he talks about the fact that if you can build up a following a fan base and carve out a niche for yourself in something that you are really passionate about, is a hobby, is an interest, is something that you're going to want to dedicate the next three years of your life to, you will end up making a success of it. And again, he's interviewed people who said, you know, I love what I do. It's fun. uh, And they're successful people in it. 
And he said, yeah, but you're successful because you think it's fun and you enjoy it and therefore you've kept at it. And that was a really interesting concept to me in terms of what you want to do with your time, especially if you're coming out of a job or there's a consideration factor that actually maybe you're not enjoying what you're doing right now. And one of the things you want to do in your business is to actually have a bit more fun and follow your passion and interest. Now, some people then say, but if you're starting to monetize your hobby, your passion, your interest, what if you then are doing it so much, you then don't love it? And of course, there's always that dilemma that actually when it becomes something that you have to do, that is like paying the bills, that is going to be a potentially drain on your time, that will that passion, hobby, interest not be so fun anymore? And I suppose that is a dilemma that you have to kind of work through when you're thinking about it. The other thing to consider is, is this passion, hobby, interest something that people will want to pay money for? But actually, some examples Gary Vee's given before, and they're quite off the walls, and there's not necessarily something that's my passion or hobby or interest. But he talks about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and someone having a YouTube channel or a blog or just some form of content going out there consistently around that really, really specific niche. Now, you're going to then get people who will find you, follow you if they absolutely love that as well. And the likelihood is then you've got potentially to affiliate with products around Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You've got adverts that may be applicable to the kind of age group or the demographic that can be put in front of your YouTube videos or in the middle of or at the back end. And so again, there's different ways to monetize it, which I have covered in previous episodes. I'll make sure a link to that particular episode is in the show notes for you. But there is this dilemma that actually, if you're having to do it day in, day out, will you continue to love it? Now, I love creating content for this podcast. And yes, some days it comes easier than others. And sometimes I'm thinking I'm really far ahead and I've got uh, lots of episodes there ready to go. And then other times I'm scrambling to think about what's the best content to put out there for you next. But I still absolutely love it when I go to record it. I know that this information should hopefully be timeless and evergreen and will continue to build a backlog of content that uh, is for me just a really easy way to get content out there because I'm not having to think about, you know, is my hair done? Is my makeup done? <laughs> Am I, have I got bits of food on me from uh, the little ones and things like that? That this is just super easy to do. I can pop my mic on, get the recorder going and it's super, super easy. So I think that's the other thing as well. How can you make how you're delivering what you do interesting, exciting, different, easy, simple. And so that again, it feels less of a chore if that's something you're going to worry about. So if you love being in front of the camera, great. If you hate being in front of the camera and i.e. the idea of creating a YouTube channel around your passion, hobby, interest would fill you with absolute dread and horror, then hey, maybe the podcast is the way to go for you. But I just want you to consider that actually there's still going to have to be time put into this business no matter what. And I think that's the same even when we're looking at the passive income business that you're not so passionate about, it's still going to require time. And actually, if you're more into it, if you've got the 
drive, the desire, the hunger to make it work, then either could work for you. Um, and it's just about the longevity of your time put into it. Um, are you going to get bored? Are you going to want to give up? Because um, it probably will happen at some point, especially if you're building this alongside a job or you've got other businesses that are running and you want to start something new. That again, uh, the more time you can, focus time you can put into this and into your new idea will pay dividends at the end. And let's say Gary Vee kind of talks about this three-year period. And I was talking about it with um, a guest we've interviewed before, uh, Jackie Tomes recently. And there does seem to be this kind of three-year period that if you can be consistent and be focused, and that's not to say you're grinding, hustling, working, you know, 15, 20-hour days or anything like that. And I think, you know, again, a lot of entrepreneurs want to give themselves this badge of honor that, you know, I'm working 70, 80-hour weeks and I'm up at 5 a.m. and all of that. Like, I don't think that's a badge of honor at all. I think you're just working hard, not smart. And, you know, if anything this podcast is hopefully giving you is inspiring you to think about how you can leverage sooner, how you can outsource sooner, how you can systemize so that you don't have to be doing all the parts of the business that you don't like doing. You can concentrate on the fun bits, the easy bits, the simple bits that you want to keep doing day in, day out. And if that is consistently over I say a two, three year period, you're definitely going to see some major uh, dividends at the end of that period and have a really strong business and business model. So let's now look at the idea of actually having a business that's running, that's passive, that you can set up and systemize easily. And I'm all for businesses that can do that. But bear in mind, the likelihood is you're going to have to do some of it to start with just so you know how it kind of works, the ins and outs. And so you've got to be prepared to put a little bit of your own time in first before you're going to be leveraging outsourcing and systemizing. After all, you know, no one can know your business better than you at the very beginning. So I'm all about having businesses, whether they're your passion, hobby, interest, or whether they're not, that you can leverage, outsource, systemize, automate, and essentially create passive income. As Warren Buffett says, if you don't uh, find a way to make money whilst you sleep, you'll work until you die. Um, I like to try and put a more positive spin on that, that actually once we learn to leverage and make money whilst we sleep, then we don't have to work until we die. A slightly <laughs> more positive spin on it. But the sentiment is true, though. We need to be thinking about how we can leverage people, uh, systems, software, so that we don't have to be working more hours than we did in a day job. And whether you've had one or not, I know plenty of people coming out of education now and they want to do things in a different way. Uh, they've had some, you know, ideas. They've maybe been inspired by on the other entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, like Richard Branson, like Tim Ferriss. And they don't want to go down the traditional route of working a nine to five or a seven till three or whatever the hours may be. They actually want to work for themselves. And I think the key thing whenever we're thinking about businesses, actually, how can we create something that doesn't necessarily need us in the long term, that we can leverage and give people who don't want to be entrepreneurs the opportunity to have a job, to have a salary, um, to get paid, to look after their children, to pay the bills and all of that. And that's, I think, a really noble 
reason to want to get into business to actually not, it's not just a selfish reason, but actually having a bigger reason to do that in terms of building a team that yes, you're going to leverage so you can have some more of your time back, but actually you are giving them opportunities that maybe wouldn't be out there otherwise. And that's one of the reasons I love business as well, how it can really make the world go round and give people that maybe you wouldn't have come into contact with otherwise an opportunity to come and grow within your business. So what is the answer then? Do you go for a purely numbers-based business that is as passive as you can make it, as leveraged as you can make it, and then gives you the time to go and travel, do your hobbies, interests, pursue you know, drag car racing or ballet or whatever it might be. My husband was talking the other day about he'd love to have played American football at school. It just wasn't an opportunity. And he keeps thinking, oh, you know, wouldn't have been lovely, wouldn't have been lovely. And he just had this brainwave the other day of, well, how about I try and find a kind of vet's team? He's in his 30s now, he's not the spring chicken he once was. But actually, you know, having an opportunity to say, well, I would have loved to have done that, but actually I could still go and do that in just a different format or a different way. And using the opportunity that he wouldn't have had when he was working in London to just go and find a team that may be training at all different times of the day. So I think there's a balance. I think when you do have a a passion and interest and love the product or service or what you do or what you're delivering, it's going to help you sell the story behind why you're doing it. I've got a real passion now to build businesses that are ethical, sustainable, eco-friendly, cruelty-free. And that for me is a real driving force now in terms of the business ideas I've got and what's going to go by the wayside and what I'm going to be spending my time into. Um, And also I've got to be really clear that my time now is even more precious with soon to be two children and making sure that I'm giving them the lifestyle that we wanted and the time I want with them. And so any business that you go into, it is looking back at your your vision, your why, what you started this all for, uh, or ultimately what you started it all for. Because sometimes the reason you start a business isn't why you kind of end up continuing the business. And like I said, balancing that with creating a business that you can leverage, outsource, have other people working within if that's the route to go. Now, I see many, many successful uh, YouTubers, podcasters, people out there delivering content uh, consistently, and that's going to take some time. So I would say for that, they're not necessarily going to be able to leverage, like, you know, leverage your lifestyle with Catherine Turner would seem a bit weird if I suddenly kept handing over episodes to lots of different people. But, you know, I, I love doing this. It fits in around what I want to do, and it is very leveraged as well. This creates other content for me. And, you know, content for our Life Leverage Online Masterclass, uh, content that goes to train our VAs in the Viva Club. So there's lots of different ways that I'm using this podcast, as well as making sure you're getting great content. And for me, I think it is about that mixture of the two. Like I said, you all know I'm all about having a leveraged lifestyle. That for me is a really important aspect in terms of time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. And if your business can give you all of that and you love what you do and you love the results you get and you love working with the people you're working with or the customers you're working with, the clients you're working with, the employees you're working with or the contracts you're working with, 
all the better. And then you have the best of both worlds. So don't think it's about having to hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. I don't think it's about either just putting the odd little snippet of time in here every now and again, if you do want to truly have a end up with a passive income business, think about, okay, I've got to dedicate some time to this. It's not all going to just happen overnight and just be realistic with yourself and set some targets along the way and enjoy the journey because there will be times when people think you're absolutely mad for starting your own thing or being an entrepreneur or a business owner. And, you know, you're going to have to go against that sometimes and go against the norm of not having just a kind of paid salary. And so if you can really be invested in what you're doing, you have a real passion and story behind it that resonates so well with customers and clients as well. If you have a reason for why you started your business uh, and what you do, that's really going to help propel your business. And so I've kind of concluded without even realizing it that the answer is try and build in both. Um, have a passion, interest, a love for what you do. Don't be so blinded by it that you forget about the numbers or forget about leveraging and outsourcing. Um, because if you want to ultimately scale and grow and, you know, not be in the day-to-day of it every single day of the week and, you know, still having to work 80 hours, then that doesn't work either. So it is about having that real balance of what you love, what you want to put out there in the world and equally having an opportunity to be able to use the tools and resources that we share in this podcast so that you can uh, ensure you have a leveraged lifestyle and enjoy the life that you've got there. After all, I've got my uh, flask in front of me and it says life is short, stay awake for it. And uh, I think it's always a good reminder that life is short. Let's enjoy the journey and, um, you know, spend it how we want to and yes, make sure that we're financially sound as well. So we don't have that kind of stress and worry in our life when we don't need to. So I hope that's been useful. I hope it's given you some food for thought about the type of business that you want. Maybe it's given you a rethink about the business you're already in. Maybe it's given you some new ideas to actually follow some hobbies, interests, passions that you maybe didn't think you could monetize, but actually thinking about it now, if you just put some side hustle in, um, <laughs> or some side work in, uh, hustle. Mm. I'm still deciding if I like that word or not. Uh, it depends the context. I don't want you to be hustling for 15, 20 hours a day. It's not about that, but it is about giving your all, giving your best and enjoying, enjoying the journey. So that's all from me. Hope you enjoyed this episode and, um, yeah, all the links you'll need are in the show notes. And um, until next time, there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle.